Good morning and welcome to Tuesday morning, August the 3rd in 2021 on When I Rise. We're currently in year B, proper week 14, which is the 11th Sunday after Pentecost. And on the Tuesday of the week, we'd like to take a look at the Psalm for the week. There's a couple of Psalms for this week, but uh, let's start with this Tuesday in Psalm 130. This is in the Psalm, the Song of Ascents, that big chunk in the towards the uh, middle end of the book of Psalms. It's a very short one, so let me read all that passage, provide a couple points for reflection, then we'll spend our time praying along the theme that we find there. Thanks for making this party of morning on when I rise. Let's allow our souls to rise and meet God together in a time of prayer. Psalm 130. Out of the depths I cry to you, Lord. Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to my cry for mercy. If you, Lord, kept a record of sins, Lord, who could stand? With you there is forgiveness so that we can with reverence serve you. I wait for the Lord, my whole being waits, and in his word I put my hope. I wait for the Lord more than the watchmen wait for the morning, more than the watchmen wait for the morning. Israel, put your hope in the Lord, for with the Lord is unfailing love, and with him is full redemption. He himself will redeem Israel from all their sins. This is a word of God for us. Today I was watching some YouTube and I went down this rabbit trail and I was uh, watching a YouTube video from a guy who's a professional bodybuilder. Isn't that strange? But um, this interest in health and diet and fitness. And uh, I've been watching this guy for a while. And this particular bodybuilder, he's got a bit of a lisp. And I can imagine that he um, has been nervous about that. That's probably something he's embarrassed by. It's probably something he's tried to work on at some point in his life. And what's cool is that you take a look at his merchandise store. Um, he actually kind of takes this weakness of his and he puts it on display in an unusual way so um, he can't say the word savage very well because of his lisp it comes out savage and so instead of refraining from use that using that word or um, ignoring that word he actually embraces it so he's actually got a t-shirt this is savage uh, on it and it's one of his best-selling pieces of merchandise and so I thought this was kind of an interesting way to look at one's weakness uh, we tend to have weaknesses in our lives that we try to put people's attention away from right we try to avoid it we don't want to talk about it we certainly want to put it out there for people to notice and for us to be known by this weakness but there's Something interesting, there's an inner logic uh, to the way of religion where we take a look at something even that's our weakness and if it's a way in which God can be glorified and for us to, to articulate our story of God working in our lives, then it actually turns into something that's quite valuable. It's not something that we hide, but it's something that with grace and with wisdom uh, we can show and display so that we can um, talk about how uh, God's presence has been in our life. Martin Luther put it this way, if you're going to sin, sin boldly. Now, what he's not saying is go out there and just sin sin into your heart's content. And I know he's, what he's saying there is uh, we do sin. Uh, we, we do fall short. And when we fall short, uh, we can blame others if we can hide or we can come to God, the God who, who knows it, and we can experience his forgiveness. I think that's at the heart of the issue in Psalm 130. Here, here you have a psalmist who's crying out from the depths 
and asking for God to hear their voice. And he wants God to uh, hear his voice, not because he's in some sort of trouble, uh, but because he wants to experience God's forgiveness. One of the most beautiful reframes of the whole Psalter, this collection of Psalms, is verses 3 and following. It says, If you, Lord, kept a record of sins, Lord, who could stand? But with you there is forgiveness, so that we can, with reverence, serve you. Now, other translations say, we fear you. And that fear is that uh, what we encounter with this God, we know this God's above all. And so we think, okay, when my sins come before this God, uh, this God is going to be disappointed. He's going to wag his finger in my face. He's going to tell you, I told you so. But when we actually encounter this God, uh, we don't see that. We see mercy instead of judgment. And therefore, because of that, um, our expectations are reconfigured and therefore approaching our God with our sin isn't something that we dread it's something that we're indeed sorrowful for but we know that there is a gift of forgiveness from this God's hand because this God at his very nature is a God of love and if if at his very core God is a God of love then forgiveness is his response even to our sin and so we don't have to hide these things or justify or spend them or blame our shortcomings on other people or circumstances in our life uh, we can come to God and say God here I am this is all of me and uh, with you there is forgiveness therefore I encounter you and there's a reverence and there's an awe and because of it I'm going to serve you and so it is a bit of an uncomfortable thing for us to ask one another to reflect in our lives and to think about where we have fallen short and to bring it before God like it's just, it's just a hard thing to talk about right that um but a piece of the gospel, which is a treasure to us, is that we approach a God who is merciful and he separates our sin as far as the east is from the west. And if we don't conceal our sins, but if we confess them, we find healing and, and growth and transformation. And so my admonishment for us today, brother and sister in Christ, is to bring our shortcomings to God. Uh, allow them to be even like something that we could write on a t-shirt and uh, just embrace because as we do so, we also experience the embrace of our God. So with that in mind, let's spend some time praying together this morning. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, I thank you that as we encounter you today, we encounter a God who forgives. And we thank you that mercy triumphs over judgment. And so you have chosen uh, to say throughout all space in the, in your universe that um, that you've overcome the grave uh, that you'll separate us from our sin as far as the east is from the west that you will remember our sins no more oh God this is a tough lesson for us to learn because we remember our sins we remember the sins of those uh, of people who they committed them against us uh, we're a people of a jaded memory a memory that remembers the hard and the difficult and the sneaky things so we ask for your type of memory today that uh, what would be remembered by us are the beautiful things, um, the lovely and the kind things, the noble things in life. And I pray that as we approach you and we experience your forgiveness, that we would then turn to the world around us and we would be people who operate an economy of forgiveness, an upside down world uh, where the least become the greatest and the greatest become the least because you are canceling the record of sin against people. And so God, this day, help us to figure out another piece of this very complex and beautiful puzzle about the way that you're running the world. 
Allow us to trust in your forgiveness. And I pray that as we understand the depth of it once more, that we would turn and serve you with energy and imagination that you give us. So God, help us today to apply ourselves unto the economy of grace. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.